Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello there. I had to refrain. I want to start a song. Is it me? No, no. Hello there. The angel from my nightmare. Oh, hello. <laughs> nice to know you're still having nightmares as well. Yes. So, let's tell a story about how neither of us can walk because of the gym. Gym's dead hard, isn't it? Yeah. I'm thinking of quitting. <laughs> I'm supposed to go back today and I genuinely don't know if I can even walk there. You'll be absolutely fine. Well, I'll try my hardest. I'm mm. going to try. Lots do. of resting yesterday. Mm. Ate lots of protein. Had Not a nice good. warm shower. Don't know why I didn't have a bath. Why didn't you have a bath? I don't know. Go and have them now. No. I can wing this on my own. We've made <laughs> the notes. Imagine doing a solo podcast, can't even. Wouldn't know what to do with myself. Literally wouldn't know what to do with myself. You'd have conversations with yourself. No, I'd just be singing the whole way through. Yeah, you'd never get started. You'd get about an hour in and go, oh, I was me. supposed to be talking about fat loss for office workers, but I've just gone through the whole Taylor Swift album. and then we, I, don't I don't know, know what, what do the next. Taylor Swift album sounds like. Weren't you singing a Taylor Swift song one week? This is my extent of knowledge on Taylor Swift songs. I'm feeling 22. That's it. That's all you know? That's all I know. Oh. That'll be a I've never, I've never, never been into the... T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle. Mm. I don't get the hype. Sorry to upset Whereas me. if you want me to sing the full rendition of Silence is a Scary Sound... We don't. I can do that. We don't. Because, Phil, you really enjoyed that yesterday when we went mm. for a walk, didn't you? Yeah. You was... really enjoyed it when I sang all of that song. Made, made my uh, morning. Phil said, I love the silence. So I started singing Silence is a Scary Sound. think you're funny, don't you, Jen? <laughs> it was really good. I'm glad you laugh at yourself, because mm. I didn't laugh once. I love laughing at myself. That's good. I good think it. If you can't laugh at yourself, who's going to laugh at you? Everyone else. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Very good point. Anyway. What are we talking about today, Jen? Today we're talking about office workers. All right, why? And how you can navigate the office working environment, whether that be at home or in your mere kitchen. Mm-hmm. Because we know a lot of you are still potentially at home, but this is relevant for at-home office-type-based jobs. Basically, not just an office worker, a job where you sat down. If you sit on your butt all day, yeah, this is for you. This is the one that you need to listen butt to. Butt-sitters. Absolutely, butt-sitters. You mean, better I, not be on your butt now. How else do you sit? That's it in your head, can you? I sit on my feet quite a lot. Yeah. It's terrible for my knees. Yeah, but in theory, you don't sit on your feet. I do sit on my feet. No, but... My butt is on my feet. See, this is a conversation I've had before. Are you sat... If you're sat on your feet... Yeah. Then that, in that case, you can't sit on your bum. You sit on a chair. Yeah, so I'm sat on my feet. So you never sit on your butt then? You can't be a butt sitter either? The thing underneath your bum is either I a chair... I am on my butt, but I'm on, I'm on my feet. So, on my butt. So do you sit on a chair or do you sit on your bum? No, I'm sat on my feet. Right, so, no, not you, in general. <laughs> my feet are on a chair. Right. Oh, right. So, do you, so in, general, in general, do people sit on chairs or bums? This isn't the on the spot bit, by the way. 
Which bit do you sit on? The chair. So you sit on the chair? Yeah. Right, have you said that just so that you can say that you sit on your feet? Oh, oh. I think you would sit, you sit onto the chair. You don't sit onto your bum, do right. you? So that's what I'm saying, so what you said before isn't right then. Everybody sat on the butt all day. You don't sit on your butt, do you? You sit on the chair. Or your feet. If you're on your butt all day, mm. on a chair. Oh, right, okay. It's an interesting way of getting around it. <laughs> I prefer to just... If you sat down. Yeah, if you sat down. And you don't have to work in an office. You can be in your kitchen, as Jen said. You can be anywhere. But, do you know what? It's a very common uh, phrase. Uh, I actually got a message on this about, I'm not going to be one of them influencers like, oh, I get 12 messages about this every single day. I don't. About a month ago, someone messaged me off the back of a post saying, thing is though, Phil, I can't get steps in because I work in an office. No, incorrect. Disagree. Mm. False information. So I was like, all right, why? How long do you work for? Well, like eight to 10 hours a day. How long are you waiting for? 18 hours a day. What are you doing with the other eight hours? Yeah, I know, but I'm still sat down for eight to ten hours. Well, yeah, I know, but what are you doing for the other eight hours? And do you know what? I'm going to sympathise. I get it. And Jen's going to tell you a little story about how she went from a more active job to a less active job in a second. But I get it. You know, a large percentage of your day, you are sat down. But that doesn't mean you can't get moving in. And I know it's very blunt, but let's not beat around the bush. Let's not, you know, we don't have to pour glitter on it. You can still move just because you sat down for eight hours, 24 hours in a day. I think, I think an important point to make is our bodies are not meant for sitting for such no. long periods of time. Like they're genuinely not built to no. be sat down for so long. And this happens all the time. As uh, we progress through the years, more and more comfortable things are created, like chairs and shoes. And we become weaker and weaker because we've got these amazing comfortable shoes and these amazing comfortable chairs mm. that our bodies get rubbish at walking because the muscles that we need to move aren't getting used. We're sat down. And do you know what? Like You might be sat there going, well, you two are office workers, you're online coaches, and you're right, 100%. And you know, we'll run through how we get our steps on a day-to-day basis in a minute. But... That doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means it's another barrier. It's blooming well challenging. It it's is. hard. Like mm. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's easy. Like I know. Pardon the pun. I'm gonna sit here and say oh, it's yeah. easy. <laughs> we should do it walking, shouldn't we? we? Although we did consider that at one point, it, and we were like, it wouldn't be pleasant for the ears. No. <laughs> you don't know if we are pleasant to your ears at all, but it certainly <laughs> wouldn't be if we was walking about. No. Um. So I think. I think the thing for me is, I obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, I, up until October last year, uh, 2020, 2020, for anyone who's listening in 2022, 2020. in the future, yeah. <laughs> imagine. Oh, um, I mean, everyone's listening in the future. This happened because... though, because we said, imagine if someone's binge listening the podcast and then in the future, and then Carrie tagged us in a story saying she was binge listening the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it happens. So I can't wait until in 2022, someone messages me and says, oh, I didn't know you quit teaching in, t- in October 2020. Mm, that will be fun. Oh, she was setting an even bigger one? No. I hope, no, I'm no. doing it anyway. I'm already there. I hope <laughs> someone's listening to this in 20... 20- on Mars. 50 on Mars, yeah. You, I knew you were going to say on that. On Mars. If you're on Mars now, it's 2020, 2050. Imagine if me. we got to Mars. Message me. We don't need to be there. Just someone listening to the podcast needs to be. To yeah. be fair, if you still listen to this in 2050, we've done some. No, I meant instant. like imagine if we in somebody's ears got to merge. 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 They don't have the Simpsons. <laughs> just in general, you mean? Just if. The... Yeah. Oh, I think they were. <clears throat> imagine, I want to know the most obscure place that we've been listened to. Um, I mean, it's going to have to be on Earth so far. Yeah, I know, but maybe it's really a strange place that someone's listened to. What us. would you consider a strange place? I don't know. Oh. I want to be surprised. We've got stats on all the countries that we get listened to. Very true, very true. It always confuses me when, like. Hello to our German listener, whoever you may be. Mm. We all think listeners. we've got at least one. Yeah. Although we did say that we, we did get an email through saying we like. 
200 in the German yeah. charts for podcasts. We sat down and it was like, amazing, you've, you've achieved this. You're number 279 in the German charts. It was like, 279? What's that that, are you? But it was a nice oh, achievement. Gosh. I'll take it. We're in the top 279. Yeah. I don't know what my point was now. I have no idea. We've gone so far off tangent. We were talking about movement. Then we went to Mars. And now we're in Germany. <laughs> it's been a great trip so far. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> See you next week in Tunisia. Why not? First country that came to mind. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. What's Tunisia? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're allowed anyway, to go anywhere. I want to get somewhere, please. It's not allowed outside at the minute. Um. So, my point. Go on, your job, Jen. Let's talk about that. Oh yeah, it was oh, my yeah. job. So <laughs> I went from teaching, which surprisingly, I know I've talked about this before. I thought was a very active job because I didn't sit down all day when I was teaching, but. Remember when um, I used to track them and you were yes. fuming? Yes, I was like, fuming. Ah, I'm just on a holiday, Phil. All right, let's see your steps. Then. No, I am. I am. I'm definitely a don't stop moving. I'm running around the classroom. I'm moving about. We got back. It was like somewhere between four and 6,000, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, it was way lower than I anticipated <laughs> it to be. I'll not lie. Um, so, even as a teacher, I found it hard to get mm. moving. But I think at that point, like I didn't understand the mental benefits of getting out and getting going for a walk and getting fresher and I think mm-hmm. as soon as that clicked with me then there was a big change in my attitude um but when obviously I was naturally getting more movement in than I was when I moved to online coaching mm-hmm. I literally went from being on my feet for the majority of the day to doing nothing so if I like didn't plan it in I wouldn't move like that's it to put numbers on it in theory as an online coach you could probably do somewhere between I don't know, about 500 to about 800 steps a day without planned in steps mm. because we work from home. So literally we'd go from the bedroom to the kitchen, yeah. to the office, to the bathroom, back to the kitchen, back to the office. And that's not going to add up very no. quickly, is it? And I think I've already noticed the difference from like just being sat all the time. So mm-hmm. like I've had to make a conscious, like one thing that I've tried to make a real conscious effort with is um, I do have my Fitbit thing turned on um to like notify me each hour but it doesn't buzz very often so i think i must get that each hour um but um when i finish a task what i try and do is i try and just move to a different room Mm -hmm. so like if i've blocked out like say an hour for doing something specific i will then get up and either it might literally just be to walk across to the other side of the house to the um bedroom on the other side Mm -hmm. and then come back again it's not like massive but it's a brain break. I used to do it for the kids in teaching. Mm-hmm. Like, the in maths, they had, like, different tasks. And I would make them get up and go get the next task to give, like, brain breaks and movement breaks. And, like, even as adults, we need those movement breaks, like, to enable our brains to function at the optimal level as well. Um, I think if we sit all day doing one thing without moving... It's just really not good for so many aspects of our life. No, um, it's going to have a negative impact on us physically and mentally. And I think yeah. it's really important. And that's a really good way to do it, just planning it in between tasks. Mm. Um, but if you're on a job where you don't, like, for example, like our day today is tasks. So it's like, yeah, we will have just, we'll talk about this probably in a future podcast and how we kind of plan out a really productive day. But we, we have like three main tasks and then we have tasks that filter in and out throughout the day, don't mm-hmm. we? And we just make sure that in between those, we move and get up. Uh, like even for example this morning we was writing a post for social media as soon as we finished that we was like right we're going to record the podcast but instead of just jumping straight into it we went downstairs and made a coffee and I know it sounds so like sounds like nothing it's like oh you just went and made a coffee like it's normal but that in itself meant that we got up we moved out of the office we then 
went downstairs, made a coffee, came back upstairs, and we had a new mindset then for what we're doing next. So instead of being tapping away and typing and being creative, it's more about being bringing more energy and talking and just generally finding a new way to jabbering on do the next task. Yeah, just having a chat. Uh, I think I lost my voice then. <clears throat> That's gonna be really annoying for whoever's listening. <clears throat> <Just remember. laughs> a little bit more annoying than your actual words. Oh. I've managed to hit a new level. Ew. I'm not joking. That was so mean. I'm not joking because it is still more annoying than your actual words. Am I joking? I don't know. Do you know when you get a spade and you dig a hole and you get in it and you just keep digging and digging and digging? That's pretty much what's just happened. Right, next point. So yeah, that's a really good way of doing it. But I know that some of you might say, well, I can't do that because my tasks last for yeah. like, I don't know, four hours. I might, I might just get my head right in the game. You might be an incredibly productive person who's not a procrastinator who can literally start work and just not stop for four to eight hours. Now, God, plan those breaks in. What you've got to do is, yeah, you've got to plan it in. You can't, and there's nothing wrong, by the way, of just like really knuckling down and getting a couple of hours working. But what I find is really beneficial and has really helped me um, become more productive is using a, and we've not actually written this on the notes, but using a Pomodoro timer really helps me. Just setting that 25 minute work to five minute rest timer where I know that I'm going to bank 25 solid minutes of working and then for that next five minutes, just get up and walk. But, Again, you might go, I still can't do that because I'm, I'm on calls. So what I want you to do now is have a think about outside of work. Work is eight hours of the day. So think about before, think about your dinner time, think about after work. Can you actually plan in time to get things done? Can you walk to work, for example? Can you park, can you drive to work but park further away? Can Do you get to the bus or do you get the bus, should I say? Can you get off the stop earlier? When you get to work, are you the person who jumps straight into the lift or can you use the stairs? Can you go to a toilet on the different floor? Can you be the one that's constantly saying, does anybody fancy a brew so you can then be the one that goes and makes it? And the reason that I've kind of run through those really, really quickly is because I want you to know that there was tons of different ways that you can do it. Yeah, and we've actually got quite a lot of clients who I know you said about being on calls mm-hmm. um, that do like walking calls. Yeah, they walk Like, I know that you can't do that for every call, but like mm-hmm. certain calls they'll be like, right, okay, I know I can do this one whilst walking. Yeah. So they'll like do a walking call. Um, and you can actually, it's been proven that when you are stood up, and this is something our mentor told us, you actually bring a lot more energy and a lot more yeah. focus to the conversation. So if you find yourself sat down, and this is difficult to do, but if you kind of sit down, have a think about how you're feeling in that moment when you sat down. And there's a good chance after X amount of hours, you're pretty slumped. You've probably got your back rounded, your head's down. You're probably using a laptop that's too low down and everything's just almost in a position that it definitely shouldn't be. Whereas if you stand up and have a conversation, you're more focused on that conversation. And when you're moving around, you're bringing energy to the conversation. Mm. You'll probably find you have a more productive uh, meeting, conversation, whatever it is, than if you was just sat down. Yeah, and that's something we want to invest in, isn't it? Like, mm. you can get, like, um, little, like, almost, like, tray desks. So you put your laptop on it, and then they, like, pull up mm-hmm. with, like, a little lever. So it becomes a standing desk mm-hmm. so that's something that we want to invest in long term or if you've it? got more money than us you can even get a standing desk so yes. the desk is really high up which looks a bit yeah. strange in a room but you can get the ones that move so like they go down to a normal level yeah. of the desk and then you just lift them up to the top so you can yeah so you can range so it's really good to um try and work standing up where you possibly can i don't know or how like that's going to work with me and you though like if you want to be sat down i want to be stood up one of us is using it as a standing desk. The other ones, maybe we need the individual things. That's gonna work yeah, out for us. Yeah, I think that's what we need. You're just constantly lifting it up without looking and smashing me head on desk. <laughs> Guaranteed. But yeah, do you know what? It all adds up. And I think I think there's two parts to this that I think is really important to mention. It will add up your steps, but it will also make you feel better. And ultimately, that's the goal for every one of us, isn't it? And if you can have some time out of your day to move, 
then you need to be speaking to your boss or your manager yeah, because you have not got a supportive environment for workplace if you are not it phys- if you aren't physically able to do these things then you're you're not working in a healthy office environment mm-hmm. because you physically need these breaks and these moments for movement so if you think if you're sat here going well i can't do that then mm-hmm. you need to speak to somebody and we're talking like can't do it for 10 hours like literally yeah. there's zero moments within that 10 hours where you can get up and move then there needs to be a conversation and be really honest be open and honest it's having you no know, say like look it's having a really negative impact on my physical mm-hmm. and mental health and because of that it's having a negative impact on the work that I'm able to produce for you, ultimately. And if you can't honestly say that and you still think that you can't do it, then you need to change your mindset. You need yeah. to work on your mindset and start looking for opportunities to do it rather than opportunities to make excuses to not do it. And that's yeah. just pretty blunt. But like, it's your health now that we're talking about. This isn't anything to do with weight loss. This is actually looking after our bodies, like yeah. making sure that we are prioritising ourselves. So start making excuses. Just That's as blunt as I get. But yeah. <laughs> Jen also feels really apologetic. No, I want to apologise because I, I offended anyone. <laughs> I can sense it in the air. There's someone like proper pumped, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I need to stop making excuses. And Jen goes, I'm really sorry. You're like, no, don't apologise. I'm ready. I want to do this. Uh, no, but it's true though. Like, I'm, I think it, that's why sometimes it's difficult on a podcast because we know some people will need a different approach to others, but it's mm-hmm. just really important that you do put your health first. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken, I speak about this a lot on social media actually. If you're putting your a business that you work for in front of your own health, it isn't going to end well. No. Because once you stop, they will replace you. And it's a horrible and, thing to know, but it is yeah, very true. And I can speak from absolute experience, having left a job from stress, mm. uh, because I did that for many years. I put um, my job before myself, and it doesn't end well. <laughs> and, sorry to mention this, Jen, and I hope you don't mind me saying it. Probably not. I didn't think you would. You left that job through stress, despite putting so much time, effort, mm. energy, focus. Every second of your life was pouring into that. You was then in a position where you physically was incapable of, of working there because of the stress levels mm. being so high. The day you left, you've just been replaced. Like there's, there's yeah, nobody's bothered. Yeah, there's been in no fact. no kind of contact. It's just like see you later. We'll bring another I, one in. Yeah. Like, literally no one spoke to me at all since I left. Thanks, that, is, that is how valued I was and the amount of effort that I put in at that place. Anyway, that's a different story that no one needs to know. Mm. Um, office, 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 food. The foods. Yes. The treats. So, I've heard this one so many times. Like, oh, there's always so many office treats in. People, our clients bring us stuff in. Or there's all, someone's always just brought something that's high calorie in. Um, or maybe you sat at home and you're staring at the kitchen cupboards all the time. So that's the other kind of flip side of it. But <clears throat> this kind of strategy works for both of those situations. I think the biggest thing is don't tell yourself that you can't have them. No. Because if you go into the situation going, I'm not having anything that anyone brings in today. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I can't speak. We're podcast hosts, Sage, and we need to be able to speak. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Um, What's that? Is it Monica? No, it's on uh, Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. No, <laughs> not a clue what you're on about. Phil sees all films once and remembers every quote ever, so I know that you know what I'm on about. Um, so, if you tell yourself you can't have them, all you're going to do is think about them all day, every day. And I saw this time and time again in school, like teachers just saying to themselves, um, Oh, I'm not gonna have anything. I'm not gonna have anything. And by the end of by the end of the um, 
dinner time, they would have had like five and I'd have had one. And they'd have been like, oh, how do you show so much willpower? And I was like, well, because I just had one and I really enjoyed it. And like, I was fine then. Mm. Like, whereas they ended up eating loads because they started off by telling themselves that they didn't want it. And I was somehow put on this pedestal of like, oh, Jen's so healthy. I'm like, I'm really not. Like, (laughs) well, I am, but I look after myself. But I just allowed myself to have that food and enjoy it. And I think that's the other thing. So tell yourself you can have it. And then if you are in there and you go about, oh, I want it. Ask yourself, I'm hungry. If you say yeah, go for it. Absolutely. Eat it. If not, don't have it straight away. Just pause for like five to ten minutes. And then after that time, ask yourself again, do I still really want it? If you do, go for it. But just maybe take one of whatever it is that you want. Eat it really mindfully. So take your time with it. Don't shovel it in. Really enjoy it. Put it down in between eating it. Really enjoy the flavours. And... even take it back, like, don't stand where it is. So if, say, for example, it's all in the kitchen and don't stand and eat it in the kitchen, take what you want, bring it back to your desk, sit with it, don't do any work while you eat it, like, actually physically focus on eating it, really enjoy it. And then if you finish that and you're like, oh, I could eat another one, go up, get one, bring it back to your desk, repeat it all again. I think the problem comes when you stand in front of it and you shove one in while you're speaking to your pal um, whilst drinking your brew and then you look, you don't even realise you've eaten that and then suddenly there's another one in your mouth. Whereas actually, if you make it an experience and really enjoy it, you'll probably find that you will eat less of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never we, we say this a little bit on the podcast every now and again, but don't just take that in as like a little bit of info. Go and do it. Yeah. Use it. Try that now today as soon as this podcast is finished hopefully you're on a walk when you get back try and do that mm-hmm. do everything that jen's just said as a step-by-step approach and when you've done it see how you feel then don't just go oh yeah that sounds like a great idea actually try it yeah. and also second part is quick question jen mm-hmm. is it pedestal or pedestal i think that depends where you're from Or does it i don't know pedestal, pedestal i'm just not very good at words am i and you just said pedestal and i was like oh I've been saying it wrong all these years. And then I was, hang on, maybe Jen said it wrong. That doesn't happen very often, but I thought, I wonder. I could be saying it wrong. Should I type it in here and see what happens? Yeah, peda. Peda. I don't even know where to go. Well, you've put peda, then an R, then you've put an equal sign. (laughs) So I don't think that's actually going to tell us anything. I can't type under pressure. Let's do this. Peda. I think it's probably me saying it. pedestal, Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm on mute. Pedestal. 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 That's not me, by the way. I've not just become. I'm not, Pedestal. I've not just changed my accent. <laughs> Google. Um. All oh, right. So yeah. Pedestal. I just said you said really put. put pedestal. Put me about a pedestal. I was like, I'm gonna keep that one in my head at the back somewhere, <laughs> just in case it's right or wrong. Um. But yeah, please, as I said, go and do that. And then another thing that it happens a lot in office environments because you're busy you've got a lot on it gets to dinner time you're like ah oh, what's left for my dinner and then you look at your watch and you're like oh, no it's 20 past 12 already i need to i've got a call at one so you absolutely leg it downstairs either to the cafeteria or you run to the nearest tesco well the shops are available and you just grab yourself the quickest thing you can buy you don't care what it is you're just chucking it in your bag your hand whatever it is to hopefully then go and paying for it and then running out you're running back up you 
jumping into the office, it's five to one, you're like, oh, I've got this call, chucking the food down, you know, wait, like, it's literally 30 seconds to, you can see the person's arrived in the Zoom chat, and you're just about finishing whatever it is, that sugary blue drink that everybody seems to buy with those um, uh, meal deals, and you're like, have you not seen it? I can't remember what it's called. I'll show you next time. It's like in a, it's in a fancy bottle. They're usually about three pound eighty, but if you buy them with a meal deal, you get a meal deal for three quid. So I think that's why people get them. Oh. <laughs> um, I think it's called like, oh, it's not naked. That's the protein bar, isn't it? What's it called? There's like a blue one and a green one, and they're they're like fruit oh, smoothie. Like a smoothie. Thing. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I was picturing like sports drinks. No, 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 like the smoothie things. Uh, yeah, I and I think people that. get them because it's like oh, it's three pound eighty for one. Though. But like if you buy it with a meal deal, you get it as part of it with a ham butty and a pack Love of quavers you. for three quid. Ham butties, plain ham butties aren't in the meal deal, they're too cheap. Yeah. It's cheaper to just buy it without a meal yeah. deal. Ham and cheese though, you can get that in the meal ham deal. Ham and cheese is mm. in the meal deal, that's a more advanced off. fat sandwich. Yeah, yeah, it is, that's for the more advanced meal deal. Well you see, as someone who for a large chunk of life didn't like mayonnaise, the plain ham butty was uh, my go-to. I mean plain ham butty is a sensational anyway. Oh no, what ham butty? Would you put that on a pedestal? <laughs> I've been on a pedestal. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Phil, can you not say words? No, I think we've covered this. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, because there was a point to a little bit of a rant, this is, you've probably experienced that and you might have done it more than once. And when I say this next bit, I don't mean prepping food like a bodybuilder. I just mean like making your dinner the day before, like the night before. Just go, yeah. oh, what do I fancy tomorrow? And having a, you know, maybe going over and or taking it like me and Jen do, plan the full week. So, again, this is something that will save you time, it will save you money. And it will save you calories as well. And decision-making energy. Yeah. So if you can have more time, more money, more calories and more energy, that's a pretty good deal for about 20 minutes on a Sunday. And more time to have a break as well because you're not having to utilise the time to go and physically get your dinner because you've already got it. So you can actually stop and eat and pause whilst mm-hmm. you enjoy dinner. Like one of the worst things that you can do is continue to work whilst eating your dinner mm-hmm. because you're just shoveling it in without even thinking about what you're doing. And again, if you physically can't carve out time in your day to eat your dinner without having to do any work, that's a conversation for you and your boss. Absolutely. And here's a quick task for you. If you're, you might be working from home now, you might be working in an office. Either way, you'll probably find a way to kind of change this so that you can adapt it and do it. What I want you to do is, I want you to plan your dinner for tomorrow. If you haven't already, plan it at some point today. I want you to make it at some point tonight. And then tomorrow dinner time, what I want you to do is either get out of your home office or your kitchen or wherever you're working or get out of the office that you work at in the city or town or wherever you're at. And I want you to go outside and I want you to sit down either on a bench, in a park or in your back garden and just eat your dinner and enjoy it. We used to do that when it was You're nice. In lockdown, the mm-hmm. first lockdown, when we could just go outside, they just let us out again. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is we would actually prep our dinner wouldn't we mm-hmm. we would um take it to the the one of the only felt like green spaces in uh, manchester um, it was the tiniest green space as well. yeah but it was a green space yeah and we went and we just sat and we had a little park picnic and then we read for a little bit and then we went back to the flat and it was really really nice and we got in a nice little routine of actually just well, obviously you can only do this when the weather's nice we don't, we're not expecting mm-hmm. you to sit in the pouring down rain with a Pat lunch. I am. Get your steps in. No, I'm joking. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, just just take that time to get out and actually, like, when you can, physically get outside, have a little walk around on your dinner, mm-hmm. escape from that office environment um, and just really enjoy it. 
Now, before we dive into the on-the-spot question, I think it's important we mention that there's quite a lot of things we've just mentioned there, isn't there? Yes. We've just spoken about tons of different things. Oh, and... yeah, don't try and action all that at once. Yeah, I actually got a question last night in my... On my uh, sorry. Yeah, it was last night in my uh, the question box on my story saying I'm really struggling to get started because of overwhelm. Like I'm trying to do everything. Yeah. And I know it can be quite like motivational at the end of a podcast like this to go, oh, this is it. I can do it. I just need to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Don't. What I want you to do is all that information we've just taken, store it somewhere, write it down, store it in your head. Or drop us a message and we'll write down quickly the things that we spoke about in this. And just choose one to do next week. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to start today. And I, I'm not the start on Monday brigade. What I mean is like, if you've not planned yet and you've not... There'll be certain things in this podcast that you probably can't do yet. Because you can't plan the week on a Thursday mm-hmm. in theory. Oh no, it comes out on a Monday, doesn't it? Probably should have already done it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, take one thing and just do that one thing. Maybe pick the one that you know is probably the biggest barrier for you right now. Yeah. So if you know that you don't move all day or you don't take time out to eat or you don't, you really struggle with the food in the office, just pick whichever one resonated with you the most and start with that one. Mm-hmm. And then once you've done that one, come back and listen to this podcast again and pick the next one. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Right, Jen. On the spot, you're ready. On the spot. So we've got a fantastic question today. We get a fantastic question every week. I don't know why I say that. Don't forget to send questions. Send me some for Phil next week, please. Yes. In fact, do you know what? Just in general, if you're listening to this right now, give it a little pausey pause. Pause. And uh, drop me a quick little DM and get some questions in for me for a gen in a couple no, of weeks' time. No, me. Why are you? Because my question's next week for right. you. Well, my question's the week after for you. No. I want I want, I want. want the questions. All right. Well, let's compromise. Send them to Jen. Right. <laughs> Also, while you pause, just scroll down to the bottom, give us a little star rate and review while you're there. Oh, yeah, that'd be lovely, please. Yeah. Anyway, on the spot, Q. So, this is from Becky Hodgson. Okay. Fantastic question. If Jen could breed two animals together to defy the laws of nature, what new animal would she create? Oh, my goodness, this is the best question I've ever had. Is it? Yeah, right. Um, Number one, giraffe. And what? Number two, um, um... Oh. Do you know you, you're actually trying to breed two animals, not just one? You can't just breed two. Yeah, giraffe. I know, but oh. I'm just trying to think. A giraffe. Oh with... my goodness, I've got it. Toy poodle. A giraffe with a toy poodle. <laughs> Imagine how cute that would be. A tiny little also... giraffe that's fluffy. Yeah, but imagine it happens the other way around and you've got a toy poodle that's about, I don't know how tall they are, 50 feet high. <laughs> oh my goodness. And no. you didn't know until like. <laughs> You bought it and like it was a really cute little puppy and then about six months in, you've got a giraffe in your back garden. Well, a toy poodle the size of a giraffe. That could go epically wrong. No, no, no. It would definitely be a giraffe, a fluffy, tiny giraffe. A fluffy, tiny giraffe. Honestly, what that's my dream. Um, a paraffe. <laughs> or a geroodle. A paraffe geroodle, I'd call it. Toy giraffe peroodle. I can't speak. I want this animal to exist. It can't, sorry. It's on the spot. I'm dying. And I would call it... um, I don't mean its name. You can't call it Reggie. No. All right. (laughs) I think I call it a doodle. A A doodle. A doodle? A doodle. But people would pronounce it Google. Oh, no, they would. And I think that's pretty big. Yeah, paraff then. A paraff. Paraff. It's called a paraff. And if I had my own little baby paraff... I would call it, um, I would call it, um, Jeff. Jeff the Paraff. Yeah. Jeff the Baby Paraff. Yeah. Mm. There you go, Becky, there's your answer. 
I think that's the cookiest on the Spartans we've ever had. Not yeah, I do have a small obsession with giraffes. I think the children ruined it for me though, like when I was teaching, because yeah. they cottoned on to the fact that I love giraffes and everything that I was ever bought was giraffe related. Yeah, you so had, like giraffe cups, giraffe pencils, giraffe books, giraffe everything. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. Giraffes. It was really nice though because mm. they were they were like um, they listened, listened to what I liked. Mm. Um, I did also tell them I like dogs and unfortunately got no dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I was stood at the front of the class like, oh, I just love Lamborghinis. Like, oh, Lamborghinis are just, oh, oh Porsches, like, I'll take you either. Oh, you're not Ferraris. You know, I love them. And then I just end up with loads of toy Ferraris. Wouldn't that be well annoying? Yeah. Oh. I mean, to be fair, they never bought you a real giraffe, which is great. Also great. Because that would have been, especially in the one-bed flat in Manchester. <laughs> not that we've anywhere to put one now, but like, I feel like we could kind of store it in the back garden for at least a day just to kind of, mm. you know find somewhere better for it to go yeah. one bed flat we was pretty stuck weren't we I do know the reason I love giraffes I feel like maybe in a former life I was a giraffe Thing. yeah I think in this life you're a giraffe <laughs> accurate hmm. and just limbs you're a cro- yeah just limbs crossed between you've got a really long neck really long arms and legs you eat leaves <laughs> you stink basically a giraffe <laughs> right so every time I tell Phil that he stinks he puts a song on on Spotify called You Stink mm. I do and it's, it's that's a, not true what actually happened strange. was the other week I said to Jen what song do you want on and she said You Stink <laughs> so I put the song You Stink on that's more factual let's do as I told you I'm a five year old I've spoken about this before <laughs> I don't I just do li- I'm literal like if you say to me You Stink I'll just type You Stink into Spotify how do I not know that it, it's like honestly as well like, it's such a bad song and tremendous. it didn't click to me what had happened he'd played it before and it, I should have clicked sooner but I was like what on earth if you put on and then literally about five seconds later it was like You Stink and I was like oh <laughs> right okay I see yeah. what you mean so in between finishing this podcast and listening to that song Make sure you like, rate, subscribe, and then go listen to that song. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. Have an incredible week, you fantastic group of giraffes. <laughs> See you later. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Before you go, make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on. Each week, we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.